Welcome to another episode of The Cross, The Bible, and The Coffee Podcast. This is Andrew again, and uh, we have... This is Pastor Bo. And uh, today we're looking at another topic through the view of Christian, through uh, Christian eyes. And uh, we have a guest with us today. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, I'm Tim. Um, I'm the worship leader at uh, Yeshua Society Community Church. Um, I'm a recovering addict as well. Um, I have uh, been with the church for about a year and a half now. I uh, met them when I was at the Salvation Army ARC. Yeah, so I uh, I was an addict for about 10 years before I, I seeked help. And uh, um, at this point in time, I've been clean for about uh, a little bit over 18 months. Well, we're glad to have you on this podcast, uh, Tim. I hope you will find this time a fun time and not too painful for you. Today's topic is going to be uh, about overcoming. And uh, before we start anything, let's just say, yes, we are drinking coffee. We have some coffee. So it is the cross, the Bible, and the coffee. We have to have the coffee. But uh, yeah, today our topic is about overcoming. Um, different aspects of it, you know, there's so many different things we over, overcome in life, our daily things, um, big things, you know, failures, successes, trust and faith in God. We're just going to go over it uh, about personal experiences and the way uh, we see it as a Christian, as a faithful people. And um, so, where do we start? Well, I think the first thing we do is we talk about just the theme of overcoming from a biblical sense. You know, if you look at the Bible, God chooses people who aren't quite perfect, people who are messed up. You know, you look at Noah, he was a drunk. David was an adulterer. Uh, you know, Samson was just a whole full... Big old mess. <laughs> big old mess. <laughs> the hair. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know... One person in particular, like I met, um, mentioned, is David. You know, he uh, he was chosen, anointed be, to be king. And uh, when he was anointed at this time, uh, the Israelites were at war with the Philistines. And at that time, the Philistines had this big hunk of a man by the name of Goliath. And, you know... They, they, all their warriors, all their Israel warriors tried to take down Goliath and none of them were successful. And then here came uh, David, who from the, the sound of it was about five foot three, kind of just kind of small. They do say he was a quite good looking guy, but, uh, you know, he comes with a slingshot and he, uh, overcomes Goliath. Now, you know, while looking at this topic, we need to understand that, you know, it's not us who overcomes it. It's not us who have the strength to overcome it, but it's God. God gives us the strength if we're faithful. And that's a that's a good thing that I was looking at. Before we started this, I was looking at some good points to make, and, and every verse I found, well, most verses really I found about overcoming um, they are all about God, trusting in God. There's very little to do about us as a person, as a people, overcoming anything. It, it didn't seem like we really um, 
have that ability, I suppose. A lot of it was about trusting in God, you know, having faith, and, and God will take care of us, and that uh, He will make everything the way that it needs to be. Now, we don't always get what we want, but, I mean, when it comes to big problems, God is the one that does things like that for us through prayer. Um, well, I mean, you know, Andrew, you, and, and Tim, you're both ex-addicts. Have you ever tried to overcome your addiction by yourself? Quite a few times. And how did that end up? It never worked out. <laughs> it never worked out. I've had uh, uh, four, five, six maybe stints in rehab. Uh, a couple of them not of my own choice. You know, I was younger and uh, my mom had me go in. But then there have been about three occasions where I went in on my own. But I just wasn't ready to, um, to give it to God. Um, I actually wasn't really a believer for a long time. But, you know, I found that, that since I have God in the mix, um, since He is my recovery now, um, it's obviously a lot better. It's night and day. I'm not, because, you know, I used to, like, I would still do bad things, but now I don't do bad things. Amen. And, you know, this is what we see in Bible. You know, every single time one of the characters in Bible tried to do it his own way, or tried to beat an army his own way, guess what happened? He felt miserable. Mm -hmm. You know, um, let's take a look at Jacob. Jacob was a liar, a thief, a stealer, just a horrible person in general. And, you know, he stole his brother's blessing. He did all these horrible things. And then, you know, he tried to make up for it himself, and he actually physically had to wrestle God. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, he he, uh, he he had, his brother was on his way to, to talk to him and he was afraid to death that his brother was gonna kill him. But, you know, through God, through Christ, God's power, he ended up, you know, redeeming Jacob. And, and Jacob and Esau, they just had this huge hug. And that's because God gave Jacob the power to overcome his fear. You know, and that brings us to another point. What are some of the fears that you had to overcome? I know for me as a pastor, and we'll, we'll talk about more specific ways we've overcome our addictions and stuff like that. But, you know, one big thing about me is I've always been super stupid, had huge stage fright. You know, whenever I got in front of people, I would always pause and, and just freeze up. But, you know, as a pastor, you really can't do that. And so, you know, God has given me the strength to overcome that fear. So what are some of the fears in your life that you've been over, been able to overcome because of God? I think uh, myself as an addict, um, the biggest thing um, to tackle fear-wise is just the normal activities of the day. Going to work every day, paying bills, having a social life, because as an addict you have to have a social life. Um, we're not, we don't do very well by ourselves, we tend to isolate. And, uh, get stuck in bad thought processes and whatnot, but uh, I think me as a person, um, I struggle with day-to-day -day things, just getting through the days. 
Um, there's several times when I have breakdowns and I just feel like I can't do it anymore. Like I, I and it's over simple stuff. You know, it's it's never anything huge. Like, oh, I can't. I'm never going to reach five hundred thousand dollars this year or anything like that. Or, or, or you know, it, it's usually the most daunting things I face are the daily basis things. And I don't think that's just addicts either. I think that's a lot of people. I think we all struggle with the same type of things as all being humans. I mean, yeah. we, we only struggle with so many things, but... Um, the devil uses the small things to, to make us down. Mm-hmm. Smallest things make the biggest difference a lot yeah. of times. So, so, that, so that's like one of my bigger issues, you know. I, I, I never get overwhelmed with too many other things, but, you know... Um, it's the little things. Yeah. So, Tim, how about you and your life? What fear have you been they have to overcome? I think the biggest one, though, was uh, this fear of, like, you know, facing the shame and uh, guilt. You know, all that, that, that bad stuff that I've done. Uh, and, you know, one thing that I've come to realize, you know, I, as you know, you and Andrew know, I recently, you know, got back in touch with my family and all this stuff, and I had, like, built all this up in my head, uh, when I think in reality, like, they had kind of already let it go, I just wasn't able to let it go to myself, mm-hmm. you know? It's like we just got to that point in our fight, in our lives, where we're able to start getting to things like that, because when we are in our addictions, we letting go of anything we weren't even there yet you know so it's like everybody else moved on with their life while we were still yeah. stuck in the same stuff we're just now getting to that part but oh yeah exactly and but i can you, understand that yeah. do you guys think you'd be able to do that without a relationship with christ um that's definitely the breaking point i mean there's there's always some stuff that you just have to get over as yeah. a person but to truly let go of things and, and um not be bitter, you know, to, uh, you know, overcome, yeah, overcome these challenges we face in life. Yeah, it's impossible yeah. without Christ. Yeah. I would say so. <laughs> so, you know, let's get it a little more specific. You know, I know uh, we're all three completely different, you know. I'm from the mountains of Colorado, thank Lord. <laughs> um, you know, we have two Indiana boys, you know, Andrew, you went to uh, Texas for a while. And so, you know, um, I myself never struggled with addictions, but let's get a little more specific. Um, Tell us a little bit, tell the viewers, well, listeners about, you know, some of the specific things about your addiction that you had to overcome. Um... Really, it is letting go of worldly things. Um, really, it doesn't translate to to much else than that to me. Because um, in your addiction, you tend to hold on to all your junk. It doesn't even have to be drugs, particularly, but just you know your lifestyle, the way you think about things. Um, it took me, you know, I, I as I said in the last podcast, you know, I went to a. a mission or rehab before the one where I actually completed and uh, I wasn't able to let go of some things and so uh, my addiction the world it got back a hold of me and you know I failed to do what I went there to do which was get sober 
but uh, even still, I, I'm finding that I have trouble letting go of certain things, uh, ways I lived in my addiction, and it's, it has nothing to do with drugs, just, you know, the way I carry myself after work, do I, you know, prepare myself for the next day, do I read my Bible, do I pray, or do I, you know, just hang around the house and chill and watch TV, and it's small things like that that, that keep you stuck in a, um, a thought process that uh, burdens you, I guess you could say. So but, what I hear you saying is, is you know, to be able to continue to overcome the daily issues, to continue to overcome and, and defeat your, your, your addiction, as we were saying, you, you need to hang on to your relationship with Christ. You need to allow God to give you the power. Yeah, and that's one of the steps in, in AA is coming to believe that there's a power greater than yourself and then allowing Him to take the will in your life. And so that's uh, a huge part of it is giving up my own control of the things that I want to do and allowing Christ to take control of my life and allowing him to work through me in my life. And to do that is is to give up these things. Yeah. Tim, how about you? Well, you know, Bo, I think uh, one of the things that, that I have to, you know, overcome is just kind of the way I feel, you know, with, with, with drugs in my life, you know, I could always control how I felt, you know, if I, if I didn't feel good, if I felt bad, uh, I could change it, you know, I could take, you know, whatever I wanted, and then that would make me feel some different type of way. Now, really, in the long run, though, it always makes everything worse. We just, you know, want that instant gratification. Um, but I have to overcome just the way I feel every day. I have to, I, I have to be okay with that. Yeah, you know, I, I truly believe, and, you know, I'm preaching to choir, but I think every single day you have to wake up and be 100% sure you want to overcome your addiction today or overcome whatever ills you, whatever hurt, hang up, or happy, you know. Um, I, I talk a lot to the people I minister to, and I tell them all the time, alcohol and drugs is just a symptom. You know, there's usually some root cause to it. And to overcome those root causes, you know, we really need God's strength. And more important than His strength, we need His love. You know, I know in my life, you know, I struggled with being picked on because of how I sound all my life, you know. I've been, I've been told that I was a waste of space. I've been told that, you know, no one loves me. I've been told that I should just kill myself. And so, uh, you know, all my life there was this issue. And, and I, because of that, I always, you know, I, I tried to commit suicide countless of times. And to overcome the suicide, I, I really had to lean on the fact that God loved me. And through leaning on that fact, I realized that, man, I can overcome this. Or, or maybe I can't, but God can, can give me the strength to overcome this.
So Andrew, you have another Bible verse, another scripture that really talks about overcoming, right? Yeah, uh, this was one of my favorites when I didn't. After I came about, uh, you know, looking up all some verses about overcoming, I realized that all of them were about really God overcoming what we face in our lives. But uh, this one is a little more personal, and it's uh, one of my favorites, really. It's First uh, Corinthians nine, twenty-four through twenty-seven. It says. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air, but I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. And really what this says to me is that... Um, when we have something that we're fighting, uh, a difficulty that we're facing, we don't just, you know, uh, we don't just like unleash everything and fight the world. You know, we, we, we pray for certain things. You know, God says be, be specific about what we're praying for and what we would like to achieve in our lives or what we, we'd like for him to do in our lives. And so it's, this says to me that uh, we need to know what we're doing. Yeah. We, we want to have, you know, be focused about um, what it is we're struggling with um, and, and pray about it. You know, we want to, we don't just want to, as it says, I do not box as one beating the air. You know, we want to know what we're fighting. We want to know um, uh, what it is we can do to help that or how God can help that in our lives. And, and um, we're disciplined, you know, so we live our lives with discipline. Um as I face a lot of things in my life through addiction is uh, I can't just go to work, come home and do whatever I want. I have to discipline myself to, you know, make my lunch for work tomorrow. And after that, I have a Bible read. And after that, you know, I pray a little before bed. And so I discipline myself so that when these daily trials I face come up and I know they're coming because I've prayed about them, I've taken note of them, that uh, I'm ready for, you know, the next time they pop up. And I guarantee you they will because... Um, you know, as he says, there's nothing new under the sun. You know, all, all things have been the same since creation. So, um, you know, the devil comes up with nothing new. We just have to know what we're dealing with and, and pray about it and be persistent. Um, perseverance is a testing of faith. So, You know, a lot of people think this life is all a sprint, you know. Mm -hmm. We can just get it done right then and there. People think the path of recovery is a sprint. You know, well, I'll, I'll just be able to get it done with right then and there, you know. And then they think sanctification, the, the path of being set apart, the path of being more like Jesus is a sprint. When in actuality, it's a miracle. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we need to understand that as believers, we are in a spiritual battle with the devil. You know, we we are on the side that wins, and that's great, but the devil is going per obstacles in our life daily to try to make us stumble. And so, you know, the this verse is saying, Man, when those things are happening, man, you need to turn to God. You need to turn to God and, and understand for one. The best news in the entire Bible is he already won. 
So, you know. And it, I, I like something that you're doing with almost everything that we're saying. What you do is you point it back to Christ. <laughs> as, as And that's absolutely true. And it's perfect because really every problem we face and every question we have, really the answer when it comes down to it is Christ. Are you allowing him to work in your life? Are you praying to him about these things? And, and I think that's just perfect. Well, I am a pastor, so I kind of have to do that. But yeah, you know, we, we just need to understand that, you know, everything we face is, you know, kind of like you said, is a spiritual battle. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we are spiritual beings. And so what we need to battle with is, is our spirits. And, you know, how we battle is how we overcome it is through prayer, it's through Bible reading, it's through fellowship with other believers and really keeping each other accountable. You know, we, you know, I, I struggle with depression and when I struggle with depression, I have two things I can do. I can either, you know, just rely on myself you know, lock myself in my bedroom and, you know, put the cover over my head, or I can hang out with you, yahoos. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, so we need to understand that, man, God, God feels our pain. God understands what we're going through. I mean, heck, Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins, right? I'm sure that's a lot worse than anything we've been through. Oh, yeah, for sure. I can't even imagine that. Oh. Christ to pay. Yeah, he, he understands because he's been through it. <laughs> yeah. That's why he knows. And so, you know, because of that, we, we understand that, you know, through it all, God has already overcome. God already has overcome everything we're going to face. And the main thing we need to do is just glorify God. And when we're, when we're struggling, which, you know, let's be honest, we're always going to struggle. We're always going to come up with things that we can't face. When that happens, we turn to Christ. And so a question that I want to propose to you guys, you know, we've, we've all, you know, in different ways, me being in a ministry that, you know, helps people come out of addiction, but really knowing people who aren't believers, you guys coming out of addictions, um, do you know people in your life or, or just have you seen people who aren't believers, how they, you know, how they try to overcome the obstacles in their life? Yeah, that's there. I actually work with a guy who's uh, he's four, four about four or five months sober off heroin, which is a great thing for you know. I did a work and just happened into. I think it's God's work, really. That I first job out of my rehab I get was with a, another another person who's freshly uh, sober, but he's not a believer. He, he doesn't believe. He he mentioned to me that he has a kind of a grudge against Christians didn't tell me exactly why I didn't ask but I'm sure it's something to do with when he was younger and he just it's just the first thought he had about him and he kept it since then but uh really it seems like uh, non-believers their fixes are temporary 
yep. nothing lasts for them. It, it's 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 a new temporary fix each time, and you know, uh, he he breaks down a lot. Um, not as as if I don't either. You know, I struggle with the same things, but um, you know, uh, looking for you know. Uh, and these are all good things that can help you. I'm not saying anything bad about it, but having counselors or, or something to keep your mind off things, and, and yeah, it helps. But nothing's temporary, and nothing, you know, fills that hole inside of you that you know um, gets you through it. Or, or, you know, when I'm going through something very difficult, I always have Christ to look upon and to get me through it. Uh, I don't think that He exactly has anything like that. When He's really struggling. It's just, well, I hope I can make it through this, you know? Yeah. There's nothing to look at to keep you filled with hope. and There's no end goal. No end goal. And he's a great person, and I can tell he has a good heart, but, um, you know, he just, he, there's nothing for him to really, you know, have hope in, to put his hope in, and and you can tell it affects him a little bit, but... I, I knew a guy who, uh, he uh, struggled with smoking weed. And so, um, he, you know, this was something he always struggled with and he wanted to overcome this, you know, smoking weed. And so, uh, one day he's like, you know what? I'm, I'm done with marijuana. And so he, he gave it up. The problem is, is he just replaced one addiction with another. He, he, I saw him a couple months later and he was 20 pounds heavier. And that's because he just replaced one addiction with another. He started overeating. And that's a lot of times what happens when people are trying to overcome addictions or overcome, you know, trials in their life. They just, they give up one thing and replace it with another bad thing. Oh yeah, I can definitely understand that. When, uh, when I tried to get sober before, uh, I started playing scratch-off tickets a lot. Yeah. Like, I'm not talking, like, you know, one or two a day. I would go park outside the gas station for about three hours and buy about $50 worth of scratch-off tickets, go back in, buy about $50 worth more, and just keep on that, that cycle. And it was just, uh, like you said, it was just another addiction, just something to fill that void inside of me because I didn't have anything. Well, Tim, you brought up a wonderful point. You know, we think that if we get money or power, we're going to be able to overcome whatever else is. Yep. We think the richer we are, we're, we're going to be able to, you know, if there's a problem, we'll just throw a couple hundreds at that problem and it will go away. But, you know, let's look at some of the celebrities that just are rich and, and famous and have all these power. And, you know, you look at them, a lot of them end up committing suicide because they really, they try to overcome their issues in a way that just hurts them. Yeah, it's like they almost just have more money to spend on it now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, just I'm, as miserable. Yeah, they meant, and so you know, the they they try to. Well, it's what we all do. We we try. We go through a trial. We go through some type of pain, and we try to numb it with something else. Mm-hmm. You know, I I 
another guy I know, he uh, he had this issue where people thought he was the same person he used to be. And he's like, no, I'm not, no, I'm not. And then he would, you know, try to numb the pain by drinking. And guess what happened? When he came down from that buzz, the problem was still there. Just waiting for him. <laughs> yeah. Always is. And so, you know, we, we, and it's not just non-believers, but we all think, you know, if we have something, you know, if, if we just have the right woman, or if we just have the enough money, or if we just have the right job, it will help us overcome whatever whatever trial we go through, or at least it will make us happy enough that it doesn't matter. But you know, in in the addictions in the addiction world, I see these guys who are sober and you you Tim and and Andrew might be able to um, relate more to this but I look at these people who are who are you know months sober years sober have five years sober and they're just miserable and that's because you know not all of them but you know these people who are non-believers they're just miserable and you know they, they just, they try to overcome it through their own power, and they, they're just sad. Yeah, they never got to the root of the problem, which is, you know, why they're like that in the first place, you know? Yeah. Or what they're missing in their lives. And, you know, what, what we're all saying is, that hope is Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, without Jesus Christ, we have no hope. You know, we, we we take heart that, you know, this problem is just temporary. We take heart that, that, you know, we understand that, you know, we are fighting for internal things. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that... That's the whole thing about overcoming is, you know, God gives us the strength or he overcomes the things in our life so that we can continue to live on to glorify him in everything we do. It says, Isaiah 41, 13. For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear, I will help you. So really... Um, it, it's Christ that we need in our lives to get through these these trials, these obstacles. Um, we can't do it alone. We can't do it by ourselves. Um, we need something bigger, something greater than ourselves to get us through these trials, to fill that hole inside of us where we feel like we're missing something, or these these Goliaths in our lives that, you know... Um, David was a small guy and he beat Goliath, but he didn't beat Goliath because he was David. He beat Goliath because he had God. Yeah. And so, um, really, um, it, it's Christ that we need to get through these trials, to get through these obstacles. Whether they're big, whether they're small, whether you get their daily trials, or whether they're, you know, just something that just happened. Somebody died in your family. You know, you lost your house, you lost this, you lost that. 
Christ does that. John 16, 33, Jesus says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. Jesus is saying, guess what? Just because you're a believer doesn't mean this world's going to be all cupcakes and rainbows and unicorns and butterflies. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Jesus says, man, I've already defeated death. I've already defeated sin. I already, already, you know, defeated the devil. So you have two choices. Are you going to lean on me or are you going to lean on your own understanding? And so, you know, when, when we are facing these trials, when we need to overcome addiction or overcome loneliness or overcome suicidal thoughts or overcome depression or, or anything, any of these things, we have a choice. Are we going to be like the non-believer and, you know, try to do it in our own strength? Try to, you know, fill fill the, the hole in our lives with just more and more stuff? Or are we just going to lean on God? And so, you know, um, in closing, I, I think we just want to say, you know, to the listener... Listen, we understand that you might be going through something tough. You know, we, you know, like Andrew said, you, you might have lost a loved one. You might have, you know, you might be struggling with addiction. You might be struggling with loss. But if you rely on God, if you surrender it to God, he will take it and he will help you. And he will give you the strength to overcome. So we just, uh, we hope you will understand that whatever's going on, um, God will be there for you. So let's uh, close in prayer. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for overcoming the world. We thank you that you have overcome death. You overcome sin and you overcame the evil one. And through that, because you love us, because you give us the strength, we can overcome this world as well. Not because of what we've done, but because of what you've done. So I just pray for those who who are struggling right now. Those who might be in the middle of, of the cold who, who's lurking for the next fix, Lord, who, who, who's lurking up to you because they don't know how to overcome their addiction, Lord, overcome whatever's going on in their life, Lord. I pray that you will give them the strength to give you control. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So uh, we just thank you for listening. And uh, we hope you come back to the next podcast. And thank you, Tim, for yes, joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having this me. This is the uh, this is the cross, the Bible, the Bible, <laughs> and the coffee podcast. We thank you. <laughs> <laughs>